Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name's andy and i am naomi and we are a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on couples therapy in, in quarantine, quarantine we answer a couple of advice questions from, from a, couple a couple of people different listeners <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry squee that little oh, oh no God. now everyone's set off we've upset all the animals oh that little the hiss in the in the end of that uh <laughs> really said squee, squee was sitting so beautifully in between us if you want to picture what's happening right now, <laughs> Naomi and I were sitting at the table. We just did a wonderful interview for a future episode that will come out. We're sitting on a table that I have made so messy with all of my papers. We have a broken laptop and a new laptop. All of this is me. And to the point squee. where we do not sit. Well, and the animals. We don't even sit. We don't eat at the dining table. Okay. <laughs> Although we That's- have tried. I will say in the pandemic, we, we made a rule that we quickly forgot about that. We will at least <laughs> uh, have week? dinner. At this table once a week and then quickly forgot. Even though it was very nice when we did. Yeah, but I was like, let's just watch House Hunters International. (laughs) Let's watch uh, Case File number 221. Kabuki Joe. Yes. Uh, A reimagining of Sherlock Holmes as an anime. We'll talk about it later. Oh, it's wonderful. (laughs) 
Uh, but you know what else is wonderful? <laughs> you know what else is wonderful, Naomi? <laughs> is Today's episode. We are sitting here with talking to, you've already heard his dulcet tones, the one, the only, John Early, actor, comedian, change maker. Okay? Uh, you know John from shows like Search Party, Wet Hot American Summer, and every and anything that's ever made you laugh. Yes. He plays my favorite character, Vicky with a V, who maybe you saw on Netflix as the characters. But the point is, John is the best in the game. What a New Year's treat for everyone. And if you guys like Search Party, the new season does start January 14th. So just like oh. think about that. And his character does some very fun stuff. Uh, I did write on it just a little bit. So I was on the inside track. I just, I, he, we did not schedule this to come out to promote. I know. Search Party, but I just uh, realized. But very coincidentally, Search Party season four is coming to HBO Max. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, not only uh, does it employ many of uh, our friends, including mm-hmm. John, but mm-hmm. also Naomi wrote on it. So support her by watching it. I did contribute just a bit. Now, before we get to the wonderful John. A little bit of housekeeping. Andy, you want to keep the house? I do, I do, yes, I do want to keep this house. It is the place where we have been uh, inside constantly for the last nine months. We got to keep it. Do we have any New Year's plans? Sorry, I just like, <laughs> that just popped in my head because I said, what a New Year's treat. New Year's will be uh, a couple days from now. Yep. Uh, I have no <laughs> idea. You know, I, if, I was, if I was someone with more of a go-getter, I would have put together some sort of like New Year's Eve comedy show or something but i just have no desire for it but i'll tell you this think about it i've never really loved new year's parties and i only go because of you because you oh, like to be a, part of the culture what an ideal year for you then. Uh, no i have There's to no, stay in the house yeah we have to be in the house we're not even we haven't even uh set up a, a friendly zoom where we dress up in sequins well what i was hoping was that you we could go pick up dinner from somewhere uh-huh. and then stay in the house and eat the dinner <laughs> so that's what i want oh uh the same thing we do every night, Pinky. <laughs> you try not to get COVID. <laughs> exactly. Um, sorry. Yes. So my brain. <laughs> sorry. My brain has broken in the last three weeks, three, four weeks now. And uh, so uh, the, the thoughts, they just flit in and about like phantoms uh, <laughs> in uh, in uh, the uh, His Dark materi- Materials uh, season two. Um, the subtle knife. Uh, so now the uh, housekeeping. Yes. Hey, don't aren't we selling uh, some new T-shirts? Oh, boy, aren't we? Y'all, I have finally made T-shirts to commemorate my great love for Andrew. Jubu T-shirts are on (laughs) sale. We got two different styles, both blue, both comfy, worth every penny. You guys should check them out. You can go to compressmerch.com. But honestly, honestly, the full URL is in all of our socials, baby. Go to my site, Andy's Couples Therapy Pod at the Gmail. Naomi and Andy on the Twitter. You're going to get a link tree. It's going to tell you how to get to get some shirts. What? Don't, don't go to the Gmail. There's no, there's no way to. Oh, did I tell them to go to Gmail? <laughs> don't cut this out. Let him, let him know that I stand by going to Gmail. I'll, I guess if you did, uh, if you did email. email us for the link at <laughs> the, did. at the couples therapy pod Gmail account, I guess we would send it to you, but uh, I think it's easier. It's easier to, it's easier to go it. to Twitter or, uh, or Instagram. And there's a link tree I made that has uh, <laughs> all of the links, but, uh, and also you can, get couples therapy quarantine crew t-shirts yes which, um i'm in love with i made sure they were on super soft shirts andy's very serious about super soft very serious about super soft shirts um and um drawn by one of the uh, couples therapy quarantine crew themselves sketch 
Yes. Uh, is his name. And um, speaking of the couples therapy quarantine crew. If you want to join the crew, honey, you can come through every Wednesday at 2 p.m. PST. Okay? We spend an hour. We get into it. People sometimes ask us questions. We talk about it as a group. Andy does a bit. I rant about what I hate. It's a fun time. It's a break from the everyday. And yes, honey, it's free. Twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, this Wednesday, I got, I'm making a game for Naomi. Oh, my God. A game for me to play? Yes, a game for you to play. And, and everyone can uh, join in. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you the name. It's called X Trex or Fets. So okay, <laughs> all right, all right. This is a game that I'm not it, gonna be good at. It's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be proved to be uh, incredibly stupid. So join so in. So tune in, guys. Tune in. Uh, sign up. Twitch.tv/slash/couplestherapypod. Free from any browser. You don't need to sign up. Just so you know. All right. I think that's about it. I hope you all had uh, a great holiday. I hope you have a happy and safe New Year's. Yes. And safe. But for now, roll it. I love a knowing laugh. Johnny Johnny come early. Johnny come early. (laughs) Coming to us from Nashville. Coming (laughs) coming to us from Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, how is it to be in your homeland? Where wait, you're at your 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 parents' house now, family's house. Where I'm at my sister's house sister. um, with her. You have two, a sister? Yeah. And oh I'm with my her, god! Her two beautiful baby girls, Eleanor and Celia, my nieces. Your nieces, you're Eleanor. Uncle. That's a good. Oh, you like the name? We were you. recently asked if we were gonna ever if we have kids, which we're not. What, yeah. are the names? what names and we're coming I was like uh, I was coming with like French names like Odette and stuff like that <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm like Eleanor that's a pretty good one I like Ellie do they call her Ellie they do Ellie May it, oh I isn't it cute that. do you want to see her the cutest little southern moment hi Ellie May <laughs> Ellie May that's Ellie Naomi. May hi sweetie and Andy you confused <laughs> we're strangers in the computer and there's my sister <laughs> in the background um <laughs> Okay, sorry, now sorry, you want guys. to be no, no, no. It's totally fine. I What's love like a it. southern dish? Food, you mean? Yeah. Well, the thing we <laughs> eat constantly dish. here is pimento cheese. Ellen May, the pimento cheese is getting warm. Get in here. <laughs> what do you What do you put it on? Are you putting on a cracker? Mostly crackers. Yeah. Okay. But crackers. there's, you know, I I will do a full sandwich. Just a straight up pimento. So two giant crackers and then pimento <laughs> cheese in between. Oh, you should do it like KFC. It's two slices of pimento with pimento in between. Oh, God. <laughs> a triple down. A pimento triple down. Um, how did you not... Triple down. How do you not We're get We're going to triple down on this. Uh, you do. Yeah. That's the thing. But you weren't. You have You're not very been. sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I, not in the time I've known you, John Early. Naomi... <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, that's true. I've never been fat. I just, um, I've had moments, I've had more buxom moments in my career. Buxom. Yeah. Um, and they usually coincide with like. Okay, I'm opening yogurt melts for my niece. Oh, I love it. A Gerber. Your yogurt melts are getting warm. I, I don't like your southern accent. Oh, it's a terrible southern accent. I think it's way worse. But I would say that in my panoply of accents, it fits right in. They're all terrible. That's true. That's so true, it's true, not true, like true. I'm, I'm not like making fun of the Southern accent. Right. I'm just, just bad trying to do it the best I can. <laughs> Which and I would I'm not, not take good. offense, by the way. 
Um, but I felt like you're making fun. <laughs> John, um, you really just, I just want to say that like, you know, I've always been a fan of you, but you really got woke this year in a visible way oh, that I was, I've been really like yeah. into. And I thought we should really just take a moment to acknowledge that and just talk about it. Well, I, I thought about this uh, earlier <laughs> when we were like, I'm like, oh, we're going to talk to John. I'm like, John, here's the thing. Your comedic persona, unlike a lot of comedians who are like fucking sociopaths <laughs> and then put on the skin of a nice person on stage. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have like your characters are these kind of like ironic detached characters. Yeah. And then uh you are a good human being underneath. My God. Well But you were hiding well, that. You don't know if that's true. <laughs> um I mean, no, I I think there's something there. I think I'm not gonna, you know, say that I'm a good human being, but I do think um I do think that like my characters do come from a place of rage mm, you know um so uh, and to me you know if uh, i i'm not you know they, they don't maybe consciously like they're not in any way like overtly or consciously political in my mind mm-hmm. but like but if i do think about it for more than two seconds i'm like oh yeah no i am like they it does kind of whatever's like you know fueling them i think does align with my politics too it's interesting though because i feel like you were someone who quickly got fans very fast, like people who were into you. And, but it's just also like, and also people who use your style of speaking. And so mm-hmm. it's very interesting. And the reason why, it's, and like, I feel like, like I remember one time going to eat, hanging out with you and there was like some party or something and there were all these people around and they were all kind of like quoting you back to you <laughs> in like a social setting. Oh, that's dangerous. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was like, which is what, but I say that to say, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. If we haven't had a lot of chances to have a conversation that's more substantive because we're just in always like in a social setting or like a comedy setting. Yeah. And so and and like when I saw that I go, uh oh, uh oh, this could this could go this could go bad. This could go bad <laughs> if he's only talking to people who are quoting him. But then I feel like this last year, you know, you've been just kind of just very vocal about this stuff in a way that I was like, Okay, okay, bait and switch on him, baby. Bait and switch on him. Okay, lure a man with a little Vicky and then tell them about Bernie. And I was very into that. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, everyone, we all kind of have to deal with like what it means to even just like have an Instagram at all. Right. In like, in, um, in this like political hellscape and like we all feel pressure to use it in some way and um you know i've uh, as my like politics have evolved (laughs) i don't know like i mean i i i I think i'm also making up for lost time because i think i you know when i first started doing comedy i had my head just so far up my ass like most of us did in the kind of obama era um (laughs) most of us well-meaning liberals did in the Obama era. Like, I wasn't hip to it. I really, really wasn't. I mean, oh, I had God. some, like, I feel like I had some kind of, you know, I had some, like, baseline kind of sneaking suspicions of certain, like, <laughs> hypocrisies, whatever, you know, but I, that were, like, always all done. Kind of, all you done. finished them? You finished those yogurts? You finished your yogurt melts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie May, girl, you got to watch yourself. <laughs> you gotta be careful, honey. It starts early. If you start loving food too much, you're gonna end up like me, girl. Ordering in every day. Ordering in yogurt melts at midnight. <laughs> you can't do it. Postmating uh, those yogurt melts. <laughs> three in the morning. 
So, John, you were also, you know, famously um, in a relationship, cohabitating <laughs> with a lover. Yes. Um, and I was just wondering, how has that been for you? Because I think before you took your lover, I thought of you as a lone wolf. I mean, that's just a thought. Who knows? Me but was too. it a big deal to be? Yeah. Like to now you're like in a relationship. Wait, were you a lone wolf? I was totally a lone wolf. I mean, I had like a couple uh, kind of short-lived on and off things over the years. But I, I was always very, you know, yeah, I was pretty much, I felt like a lone wolf. And like, and there were moments, of course, where I really romanticized that. And like, you know, I would come home from like a, you know, a, a sold out show and I, <laughs> where I had slaughtered and I'd come home and I'd be like, and yet there's no one here to celebrate it with whatever. But then like after a while, I was like, no, I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. this is fun. Like, I, I actually like coming home and like getting takeout post show, like alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, like Lone Wolf, like, like you're gonna hook up, or lone well, now Wolf, Lone Wolf like means nobody. like mass shooter. So I don't really, oh. <laughs> I don't like, really lone know. Lone Wolf, what we're like you about. own a duster, or Lone Wolf, <laughs> like no, no, but like how about oh, like uh, solitary dude. How about like yeah. I, like I'm gonna hook up or like I don't even I'm not even hooking up with any dudes like I'm just like well maybe this answers your question I've always felt very like kind of domestic like it, like uh-huh. too domestic like I've always felt like a little kind of like Susie homemaker like even when single mm-hmm. you like there's to be like in the house. Yeah, there's like what, well, and there's it's a kind of a lifetime of desexualizing myself. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I don't know. I think that's part of my lone wolfness was just like you know, being in my apartment, you know, whatever. But I, I'm still very social with friends. I've always been a very mm-hmm. social person. But like on a, the romantic level, like it just didn't, it never really popped off for me, honestly. But then I always had a crush on this guy, Gordon, and. Uh, oh, you like, had a crush before, you guys? Yeah, for many years. Like he went oh. to college with Theta. Hamill. Oh. And like I wow, always wow, wow. I knew him for like 10 years, but like on and off and he was in a relationship and I was always kind of like, "Huh." And then I found out he was single and I just kind of manically <laughs> DM'd him and just like and then like boom like that. Not only were we in a relationship, he like dropped out of school and moved in with me. So I went from like 0 to 100. Wow, 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 wow. Wait, walk us through what you're calling the manic DMs. <laughs> Just like just another manic DM. <laughs> um, I would s- just like. I mean, it was just so obvious, just so blatant. Like, like, I, <laughs> like, because he he posted something on Instagram that was like my last day at work or whatever, and I and I knew from Theta that that meant he was going to school. He was leaving New York to go to school, but I pretended like I didn't know, and I was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" <laughs> The last day at work, what? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm leaving. I'm going to grad school. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, and then I was like, I always thought we'd have dinner. Ah, <laughs> and then he said, me too. And then, oh. I, and then I gave him my number and then boom, we had dinner. And then, so where was he going? Like, was he going away? Like, how far away was he going for grad school? He was going to a school in Connecticut. Um, um. In um in New Haven, yeah, a small town, a small town in Connecticut. Do they have the same thing as like Harvard, where it's just like uh, we're a small college outside Boston or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. A small 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 college town, ravaged by homelessness, um, (laughs) truly, and the opioid Uh epidemic. Um, but he, uh, yeah, I he went to Yale for literally one semester and he hated it. 
he w- he went there for a set design for um, theater. Oh, yeah. And he just really, really, he's like Gordon is a really like. He's a very good artist. He's a very good artist, and he's a, he's a freak of an artist. You know, it's like he makes like very kind of strange sculptural abstract sets for like dance pieces. That's what what he yeah. started was he used to do, and then he went to Yale, and it was like give my regards to <laughs> like they're very much and god bless them they're very much trying to like literally turn out people who work in like regional theaters for the rest of their lives like which is literally the only place where you can make money as like right. a set designer anyway so it makes sense but like he just was like he's making sets that are like just like a sphere you know and they, and they were like no can he even get a job <laughs> just at like the, a spike. Uh, the beetlejuice show <laughs> oh yeah i guess he could was beetlejuice kind of but even Artsy. Beetlejuice would be like, your job is to make one chair. You know what I mean? Like, you still wouldn't be the one, like, like to start out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's like yeah. you had to be famous. No. And then they'll be like, here, draw this. Here, make this. And then if you actually work for it, it'll be like, okay, you do the trees. And it's exactly. like, oh, Lord. Well, in Broadway, there's, like, basically two Broadway set designers that do every single show. Because you're not busy as a set designer. You don't, like, you don't just right. stick with the show for 11 years. You just do it and then sell it and be gone, yeah. you know? Anyway. Oh my. Okay. So then he was like, and so he was like, okay, let's, I'm going to come stay with you. Did you, was that on you? Were you like, that sure? was no, that was me. I was like, okay. I was like yeah. you, cause he, he was miserable there. And I was like, look, you come to LA if you want. <laughs> and we were like, you know, I was like visiting him and stuff. And we were like, you know, falling in love and like, mm-hmm. and we were like having these like really romantic, like I was going to Yale and I was like, again, once again, just truly domestic, like, picking up groceries as he was in class and like cooking these <laughs> lavish meals for him, you know, Adelengi meals. And, uh, and, uh, and then like, you know, it was really romantic. It was so dreamy, like going to Yale and like then taking the train to New York. It was, it was like, it was insane. And then like, and then he was in hell and he wanted to drop out. And I was like, well, we could, obviously you could move back to New York and we could keep it long distance, of course. I was like, or, <laughs> you know, you just took out all these student loans. Like, he was, like, screwed, basically. I was like, yeah. you could also just, like, come live with me and, like, you know, we'll yeah. figure it out, you know? Yeah. And then so we had a very kind of, the timing of our relationship was very unconventional and insane. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and it was like, we, we were only together for, like, five months before we were, like, literally married. Huh. Not how literally. Did, no. I'm, no. <laughs> you know, how are you? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, the figuratively, I, I, the figuratively, yeah. the figurative literal. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, but how would it? How did that feel for you? Because as you said, you hadn't really had a like short term on again, off again, to now having someone around all the time. I know Andy and I both are kind of people who like our alone time. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it was a real adjustment. I mean, it's even. I feel oh, like yeah. we still have adjustments now. Like no, no, yeah, quar- in quarantine. Good uh, God. When, like, after you've already gone to bed and I'm like, finally, my alone time. Finally. Yeah. If you, like, come out just to get, like, a drink of water. I know. You're like, always like, hey. And I'm like, <laughs> I get, okay. Like, look. my body. Well, like, look, I, there's a difference between the emotional and the intellectual, right? Because I'm a divided man. But my emotional side all? is, like, furious. And I'm That's like, and my brain's just like, this is her house, too. Fucking calm down, buddy. No. I'm, I get it. <laughs> I, well that's this is where I, this is why i kind of like started with this thing like the divide of being like yeah. pining for love and being like god i'm just this old spinster in brooklyn like <laughs> you know and then like but then realizing like once he moved in i'd be like oh like i've always like told myself i was this like deeply romantic kind of like cozy like homemaker like you know 
Mm-hmm. Like, let's just like, let's just spend the night in and let's cook. Yeah. And, you know, and I just want to, and I do like to, in my friendships, I definitely tend to do full immersion, like inseparable, like, <laughs> like face to face, just like not leaving each other for like weeks at a time. You know, it's so, like, that's, I thought I was cut out for it. But yeah. then, but it's very different. <laughs> Living with someone is obviously so different, and I realized really slowly how much I like actually valued my alone time, mm-hmm. and was not able to communicate that. Like, and also Gordon's a twin. Okay, so he's yeah, he was born so he, codependent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was born like with utter ease, just sharing space with someone. Mm-hmm. and it's this right. it's this weird thing you just like i mean he's literally only known like just kind right. of like being in the same room as someone and just like being able to both like interact be intimate with but also turn off find alone time with someone else there my problem is like i have always had a, what i'm learning about myself in a relationship is i've always had a very kind of and this is very southern i feel is like i have my like social self mm-hmm and this is, I feel like, the root of yes. all my comedy. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, I have, like, my social self, and then I have, like, the fully, right. like, angry, Dead like, corny, like, <laughs> home life, like, alone self, you know? Bestial. Yeah. Like, and social and bestial. Exactly. Ooh, bestial. Uh-huh. Full uh-huh. bestial. And, like, and bestiality. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's God. literally not funny, and I don't. It's so ridiculous. We're leaving it in so that you guys can feel that um, you can be humble uh, to humble me. You know, I'm I'm not <laughs> as funny yes. as anyway. No, um, this is the we leave everything in. Good. We're not editing out any. We're not editing out the fact that I don't understand time. We're not editing out <laughs> any bum jokes. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh uh. Everything stays in. Nothing. It's must all go. in. It's all in. Um, but I yeah I. This is what I what I've learned is that I'm like, I am so bad at like if someone is in the house with me, like even if he is in, if he's two rooms away. Yes, John. Yes. Yes. If he's two rooms away and doing, Absolutely. and I know what he's doing. He's like he's mm-hmm. working on a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. A sculpture. And I'm working on a I'm working on a, a meal. <laughs> it's literally like I even then I can't relax. Yes. Yes. Like there's yes. something in me that's Wait, like you. Yes. Me, ah! Yes. Yes. Because you always have your headphones in, Andy. Like fully. Like I feel like half the time I come to talk to him. And, no, every single time I talk to Andy, it is what. Let me fumble and stop my headphones. Right. Ow, ow. Take yeah. off one. Uh huh. What? And it's like yeah. bitch, it wasn't all that. And then I just like <laughs> walk away. So I'm like, it you is... are good at blocking out. No, for something. But there's stuff like. Like uh, like Marco Polo's Naomi. I really stopped doing Marco Polo's because I feel even if you can't hear me, and I'm not even talking about you. Right. It's not. It's not. A, it has nothing to do with you. I just feel like I'm uh, like it's a panopticon in uh, <laughs> in Quar. Life is a panopticon, and I feel like there are eyes on me all the time. So you won't polo around me because you think it's just like you think there is an audience to this polo. Yeah, and I just want to talk to Jeff, or I just want to talk uh-huh. to, to a, a pal. There's no Jeff. Sorry, I just <laughs> there's never been a Jeff ever in um, the history of people. No, I I feel the same way with Marco Polo. I literally like <laughs> we've gotten in fights because I've like 
I'll be Marco Poloing and then he'll come in the room. I mean, Naomi, mm. we Marco Poloed and you witnessed yeah. actually like my like full evolution. I'm now like a comfortable, I'm comfortable with it. Right. Yeah, yeah. But like I was able to gracefully go, oh, it's Naomi. And then like, you know. Yeah. yeah. But like before that, I was like, if he came in, I would fully freeze up mm-hmm. and just like, and like trail off. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then like very passive aggressively be like, never mind. And then stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I'll just talk to you later and then stop it. And yes. then, and then he would be like, what, what are you, yeah. you know, he felt like, like he felt like left out, you know, like, yeah. like you know, but I, it's, it is just this like kind of like constant, like self-consciousness. Yes. And yeah. I, and I really didn't realize how much I actually like physically, mentally need time to just not be self-aware mm-hmm. to just like mm-hmm. fully go into bestial mode. And so that's what I'm learning to achieve with, a loved one that's what i've been achieving i think in quar a mm. lot of like like this morning me ordering um santa fe egg rolls at 10 a.m and saying you know what i'm eating them i'm eating them and Absolutely. he may he may walk in the kitchen he may walk <laughs> in the kitchen before i have a chance to put it on a plate and hide in the other room yeah and i've and got he, to stand in that and yeah it ruins the fun and you won't <laughs> but, like if i walk in you won't hiss like a vampire right. in the sunlight. Exactly, exactly. I'll allow you to walk through and not take it as a personal attack. Right. You know what I mean? But, that's like- a, I th- but I, I think that's the thing for both of us, right? Whereas, <laughs> like, we do want some privacy. We, yeah. Like, you love you love Gordon, right? We love each other. But there's just, like, we need some part of ourselves yeah. that's just for us. Right. Yeah. We can't fully dive into uh, double. Uh, That's the word. Leaving it in. (laughs) Staying in. Not waiting till I fumble and try to find a better word. And then editing it all together. So that looks like I was a brilliant. Well, now you just keep talking about editing. Keep Mm. going. (laughs) No, but like there is, I think that one of the difficulties of this moment is, is finding the, that uh, space for yourself. Yeah. Right. Or learning how to like just be okay not having that space for yourself. Yeah, I think like, you know, I think people in um like I wish I was I, you know, I wish I was comfortable driving because I think that this is what people do when they go, I'm going for a drive. Right? Yes, like that's what yes. that is. You like get in the car and you're by yourself and it, you know, you play your music, whatever. And I because driving isn't fun to me, that's like stress. Like that's not right. a fun way to get out. Right. But that's always I'm like, that's what I would do, right? Like that's what you do in the burbs. Yeah. Well, I know. And I, I do drive and like, I've never said I'm going for a drive. I always have to, cause that would of course mean that I would have to admit yeah. that I'm feeling <laughs> any sort of pain whatsoever. Um, so I, um, I, but I like the other day I picked Kate up from the airport and it was like, I, it was, I was literally Robin blasting. <laughs> and I was like, I, it was so, I was soaring. I felt so free. All the way so to amazing. LAX? Were you like, yeah, I'm going to go LAX. the long way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 90 minutes. Uh, Kate me. doesn't fly into Burbank. <laughs> Not I mean, this sometimes time sometimes she's around. international, okay? <laughs> sometimes she needs the major airport. Oh, that actually, I I thought of this earlier. Does it, uh, is there some kind of like, do you like the fact that both your I'm going to say Kate's your best friend. You can correct me if that's not wrong. Comedy, uh, comedy partner, and your boyfriend are both artists. There is both, or like there's yes. a, art, she has an art background. Fine definitely. art, fine art. Yeah, I I do. I mean, yeah. I I definitely do. Like I, I mean, there is. I mean, you'd be shocked. But like Gordon is, he is a fine artist. He is like 
you know, mm-hmm. he can, he does live in that like he can abstract that. Yeah. place, but he also is very kind of there. Sometimes I feel like I don't date Nar. Sometimes I feel like I date like a, a full like construction worker. He's like, <laughs> like a, a straight, like, you know, he, he fully can do like, he, and he not just he can like do things, like he can make a chair. It's like, he's like, he's obsessed with it. Uh-huh. He like thinks about like, he literally, y'all, <laughs> the other day, this thing came in the mail that he was so excited about. I like saw him open an envelope. He was so excited. I was like, what is that? And I, and he was like trying to hide it from me. It was literally a card, like a, like it looked like the shape of a credit card. It was a This Old House membership. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the show This Old House? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. From like PBS. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, that old show? They're giving he out literally, memberships? He, he was like. <gasps> <laughs> I was like. You hit oh. this for me? He's a member. I'm like, what does that get you? 10% <laughs> off all miter saws. <laughs> my oh sister's my laughing. God. But yeah, but like, it's so re- he really like, he loves this old. And I have like, he has a real kind of like, um, uh, like obsessive brain. Like if he latches onto a project, like mm-hmm. uh, he like can't let go of it for like days. And like, literally i have to like force him to self-soothe i have to like you need to like like just lay down on the couch and like watch something like yeah and he literally is like can it be this old house because <laughs> he knows it's still also kind of enabling yeah, the obsession a little bit but like but i'm like it, yes baby it can be this old house. like he like binged a season of this old house to relax yeah, I get that. that's like international house hunters for yeah, us. Yeah, house hunters international yeah, yeah. is definitely soothing to me. But now lately, I've just been jealous. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, there. Are, I know there are little kids around. There's one other question I had. Yeah, so they can't hear. See right? how the headphones we, are in. Well, but they can hands. hear. What, they can hear your reply. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you said before how you would kind of desexualize yourself. Mm-hmm. Was there a process of resexualizing yourself, or are you still battling that? <sighs> Close your ears, Ellie May. <laughs> Ellie May, close your ears. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there has. There's been stuff within the um, um, there. Uh, you grew up. Both of your parents are. Are they deacons or pastors? Pastors. Pastors. Or like, yeah, like ministers. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they don't really do it that much anymore, but they. Oh, okay. You know, they're ordained. They're past pastors. Ministers. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They're But at least Kim, Mama Kim, is very cool, very fun. Very cool. They're both cool. So, they're yeah, both. They like up. see me do stand up about anal, you know, all the time, and like they love. <laughs> they genuinely seem to love it, and like <laughs> it's not like yeah. So there's no that, that. That's not where it comes from. I think it's okay. more just like. Um, I think it's more of like, a, I mean, it, I think it is related to my parents and in, in that all of it is like, you know, right. I, I think there's like a kind of like, I'm a good boy uh-huh. thing that like prevented me from like, I think a lot of people maybe um, explore the, their sexuality yeah, 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 yeah. early on, you know, kind of as a form of rebellion. Yes. You know, it's like yes, breaking yes, yeah. the rules and like, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. and I was very much like, I was like, I actually don't need to drink so I don't need to drink. I don't need to drink to have fun. Like my friends and I, like in high school. Like I mean, I was funny. You know, I was I was cool. I had good taste in high school. But I we literally were like, no, we we actually we were we rent movies and like we yeah. don't need to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah I yeah. get that. That was me. We did and that like, too. Like my sixteenth, like my birthday in high. One of my birthdays in high school was like a bunch of people came over and we like watched Billy Madison. You know what I mean? Like, it was just yeah. like. 
great times. I mean, <laughs> literally, except for me, it was Romy and Michelle. Uh-huh. My, my 18-year-old like birthday party was watching Romy and Michelle. <laughs> like, in the old, afternoon. You were a good, <laughs> good boy for a long time. Like, you yeah. were good for, like, way till the end. I mean, yeah. it's like, for me, it, it was maybe sophomore year of college or junior year of college, I think, is when I started to, like, get out there yeah and i was like okay okay but like yeah you have to be away from home that's so yeah. weird i never associated sex with like because i was i was a good boy too but i never <laughs> associated sex with being bad sex could kill you well like, we grew up in a time where sex was like oh 100 it was terror it was terror the uh it was terrifying in the sense that like it would kill me right? yeah, yeah yeah but i'm saying that like it at having it was not like I'm a bad boy now that I've had sex. Oh, well, then well, maybe I, there's a it's... religious component to that. Meaning not necessarily like religious, but like I grew up as well. Like you don't have, like don't do it. It's bad. You're going to get pregnant or you're going to die. Yes. And those are your, and those are the only two ways it could happen. There was nothing about it that was ever talked about. Like a joining of souls and pleasure. Yeah. Or just pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm realizing what it is for me. It's more just like a softening of like, I mean, sex is pure need. It's like pure raw need. And it's just like, no, yeah, I don't don't need anything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need anything. And like, and like any sort of sexuality is like sharp and kind of like, I mean, in my mind, in my like child brain, it's like, it's like, it's like too like, um, it's like demanding or could you take up too much space? It's It's too too much. much. You're like, whereas like, I, I always, I think, grew up trying to be agreeable and softening all the edges and, and, and being non-threatening, like sex threatening. Yes, 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 yes. To be horny is to like, to ask yeah. some someone of something, ask something of someone something. and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I think that's what it is. I, and and I, then I think I, of course, you know, I found my way around in one of my 20s <laughs> in Brooklyn. Um, Honey, we but, all find our oh, yeah. way around in yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> but honestly, not that much. Like I still regret it. Like I should have yeah. gone crazy <laughs> and i definitely i definitely didn't go crazy i mean i had some moments but like yeah but like i think for the i think what happened was there was that was the early thing and then the early thing and then later on it became like which i know you guys can probably both relate to which is like as a performer like as yeah. a comedian specifically it's like you some people i mean there are, i think a lot of people today don't take this route but like i feel like I feel like a kind of classic vaudevillian, like, I'm not sexual. Like, right, yeah, yeah, honk, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just, I just like, I feel like a true clown. Yeah, me too. I feel very sexless. And I, I, I think about that too. I'm like, I'm not, when I'm on stage, I am not conveying sexuality at all. And now I've leaned into it even harder. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, Naomi promotes herself as being sex negative now. <laughs> and I just, I just decided, I'm like, just say it, just say it, yeah. you know? Good. And, so, and it's like, but it's true. Definitely. That feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the embarrassment. I think you hit it correctly. The embarrassment of need and not to yeah. like, not to like, we're going to take a break soon, but like not to wrap it back to the beginning, but I think there is some kind of like, especially if you were raised in the eighties into the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. This Reagan era individualism, <laughs> Ayn Rand bullshit where we're, we're all our islands. And if you need anything outside of yourself, you're fucked up. You're weak. Yeah. You're weak. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, not to mention AIDS. Well, you know, well that, but too. I was going to say there was a, there's plenty of things that are not, uh, yeah. There are plenty of intimacies on the yes. menu yes. that yes. won't lead to that. 
I, I am curious. I wonder if our generation is more into non like straight up penetration stuff because we grew up with that. Fear. Because we, yeah. I don't know. Are, we are should we... take a poll. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> write to CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com and just tell us how much penetrative. Yeah, if you were raised in the 80s, are you not so into the penetration? <laughs> penetration. It could be a response. It could be not, not like a not a fear of it and more of like a kind of rebellion against like Reagan penetration, like, like Reagan missionary. <laughs> uh, just like, yeah. Like you have in your mind, just this like vision of Reagan, just like pounding away at Nancy. Yeah. Stop it boys. <laughs> We're taking a break. Okay. And we'll be back with the one, the only John early. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row. Dreaming of something better. Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends. It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... For comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. 
and they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I got to point this out. There is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back with John Early here to handle your scandal. Wasn't it horrifying? <laughs> Do you guys remember the, um, the the Genesis video for Land of Confusion with those puppets of Reagan? No. No. You guys are a little younger than me. But, like, <laughs> look it up. It's horrifying. And that vi- okay. the vi- that vision of Reagan has never left my brain. Yeah. That's good. Yes. <laughs> that's, it's good to just have it. And that's yeah. the grossest. And that's why I'm sex neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, John, we get uh, advice questions from our listeners. They come in many forms, DMs, GMs, VMs. We love VMs the most, Naomi. What's that uh, phone number if you want to leave a voicemail? 323 Call up a sister, honey. So I like to start out just uh, – I won't, I won't call this one a softball so much as like uh, – I think I know what the answer is already. But uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't heard it, so we'll see. Let's listen we'll see. right now. Hi, Naomi and Andy and guests. So I called you before and got cut off for time, which showed me that I fully do need help and I am struggling. Uh, I'd like advice for when you're hung up on someone who's giving you mixed messages. I hooked up with this guy. We'll call him Bob for a month about a year ago and he ended things because he said he didn't want to be in a relationship due to a bad breakup in his past that he didn't want to risk repeating. I was upset, but he said he needed to protect himself and not hook up with me for any more time that more feelings could develop. He was adamant that we be friends and didn't seem to have a problem treating me like anyone else, which made me think that I liked him more than he liked me. But then he was persistently inquisitive and judgmental when I dated someone else, not seriously, for a few months. And that made me think that Bob did have stronger feelings for me than I thought. But during the pandemic, we've only talked occasionally, so I thought I was wrong. But I saw Bob this week for the first time since then, and it felt the same as always, even after months of not seeing each other. I think he still likes me too, but I doubt his fears have changed. I feel pathetic, and I don't want to keep waiting for Bob to get over his past. So, can I kick this crush on my own by avoiding him, or should I lay out my feelings and ask him to just tell me that we won't have a second chance? 
Thanks, guys. I look forward to your show every week. Bye. Well, well. Okay, first of all, it's John, not guest. Jesus. <laughs> Rude. She was she was hoping that Christopher Guest would be. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. We were teasing that for a while. Um, so, so John, do you want to do? Have you ever gotten mixed messages from a lad or absolutely hung on someone? Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like usually, I mean, I, 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 I also know, you know, the feeling of like genuinely not being over someone, you know, and like knowing you're kind of in a rebound situation with someone who's like great and like being like oh god like i should say something because this is of course my body's saying let's go but my heart is saying no no, like you know but like you know that that can be a genuine response but i i usually think i'm starting to think realize in my life that like if you feel a kind of like if you're if some if you're feeling like super insecure with someone based on their like wishy-washy kind of mm-hmm. feelings or what they're saying then they're usually that's the sign of something something is going on inside of them that they're not sharing with you mm-hmm. like they're yeah, doing yeah, something yeah. to you like that's not yeah it's not, we all, you're not wrong yeah you're, you're not, not like yeah, what, yeah. what am i doing like am i fucking this up like it's usually you know, they're fucking it up they're in control they're fucking with you like it's not and it's just generally like as a rule it's like i feel like it's good to kind of just not be around people who make you feel like really insecure mm. yes very good rule that yet so <laughs> it hard seems to obvious yes <laughs> but it seem, seems like a really easy thing to i mean obviously to say but i do feel like romantically it's so confusing because yeah. you expect some level of like vulnerability and security and you're like this is normal but then like when it lasts that long I don't know, exactly. but no, I've been I've been played for sure. I'm not saying he's playing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not playing. I mean, well, she's like, can I kick this on my own by avoiding him, or should I confront him? I say, kick it on your own by avoiding him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I say, kick it on your own by avoiding him. Like, stay away because it's like he's. If he had these feelings that he wanted to share, he would share them. Yeah, because he had no problem saying stuff when you were seeing somebody, and he had a little attitude about that. The boy knows mm-hmm. his words. I can I. Uh, I think this is it, and I've I've felt this before. I've never acted like Bob, listeners. Just so we're clear, I've never acted like Bob, but I understand it. They so they hooked up once, mm-hmm. so he's like a little possessive. Well, she they hooked up a, for a month. Oh, okay. Sorry. So like yeah, a few times like a year ago. So right. that so he's a little possessive, and he doesn't want to be in a relationship with her, but he still feels like he's possessive in some way, or like he's he like, doesn't so want he's her in a relationship. He's stringing like, her along. Yeah, trying to keep her interested. Uh, no, I think he's look. I, I I don't know for sure, but there's like a couple bad possibilities for this. Either he's like just doesn't understand his own emotions, and he's just kind of like reacting. Like yeah. maybe he actually does like her. Like they hooked up. He, as everyone says, caught feelings, <laughs> uh, but he doesn't know how to act on it or whatever. Like that's the like that's the generous possibility. The other one is that he is genuinely like like he just wanted to screw around, um, and. Now he like feels like uh, she shouldn't screw around with anyone else. Like she, he's she should just like wait around for him. Or, or he likes or he, he likes her liking him, right? Yes. You know, guys. Like he gets, he he gets wants... some juice from knowing that she's, she's in the world pining. liking him. Yep, yep, yep. Like that's the like sociopath version, which could very well be. I mean, none of the ver- like. It doesn't there's... have to be sociopath. It's the low self esteem version. Yeah, you know the bad. I don't whatever. No, but I'd like to clarify. Bob is just hurting. He could be. He could also be a jerk. Uh, both, correct? Well, 
Aren't all jerks jerk. just hurting? Hurt people? Hurt people. You know? Um, that's oh, class. Gonna make an Instagram graphic for that one, too? Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna make an Instagram graphic. Soft and blue. Um, <laughs> but also, like, it's because he's grown. He knows what to do. And I think confronting him, it's like, why do you want him to say something that his actions are already making clear? It sounds like it, it would be like kind of hurtful to, for you to put yourself in a position where you have to be like, just tell me there's no chance. Uh, yeah. Right. I don't That's... want you to do that to yourself. Exactly. And sometimes I wonder too, like, I real like when people are like, should I ask? I'm usually like, you know. Uh-huh. And, and so I'm not saying that you're, I, what, I, what I'm wondering is, are you actually trying to ask something else? Like, okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, is there a world where like, I'm not saying there aren't feelings mixed up in this, but is there a world where like, you actually are trying to like, do the damn thing again, like have sex again, Uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, like, yep. you know, like maybe, maybe that's what you want. And like, it could be really cool to like <laughs> have one last ride. <laughs> and like be real about it be like you know if you want to do this one more time let's do it and maybe that would help you move on i don't know it never I, does you get oxytocin bonded it's true it's true <laughs> i think i'm just horny that's, that's all. <laughs> I'm trying to live your, cover your ears ellie may um <laughs> do you know what but there, uh, i'm there's also i i there are some people and i'm one of them that uh is super optimistic Mm-hmm. And until they hear those words, until like reality, like they live in, I call it living in Schrodinger's box, right? Mm-hmm. They live in the maybe. They live in this like kind of like wavy, like who knows area. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. until reality like tells them, no, you're wrong, or says, or like confirms one way or the other, they like, they like, there's this like kind of excitement. Like I like living in, like before I know whether I get like a gig or not, I like, the 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 maybe is uh is a more fun place to live in than either the yes or the no interesting yeah and so i, I think, think that's true for a lot of people not me i'm always like there's nothing i hate more than the middle you know like i'm very yeah. much like tell me now please no i know yeah you hate malcolm yeah, yeah i mean like, yeah 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 like the ocd thing of like needing like certainty you know yes sometimes like i feel like ocd people Yes, they want the certainty of the yes or no, but they also want the middle of like being always on the edge of a yes or a no. It's like they like they they like that darkness, the devil, like yeah. that energy. The, yeah, yeah, that, the, that the, yeah, exactly the yeah, potential the to go one way or the other way, or like you know. Yeah, yeah, I need something to worry something about. Of, they think they want certainty, but then when they get the certainty, it's actually really kind of depressing to like for it to be one way or the other, and not like for it to be just like finite and not like complex and you know. Right. Right. Open ended. I don't know. I think you have to take his actions at face value, which are that like he he likes you, but not enough to make a relationship happen. Because the moment he you said he said like he had a bad breakup in his past and he didn't want to repeat it. It's like, well, then don't repeat it. That's nonsense. So the fact that that was the excuse, I am done with Bob. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done with Bob. Bob is Bob is lazy. Yeah, we're being gentle. I like, yeah. I, like, I'm also done with Bob. I've been done with Bob since the voicemail, but I really, <laughs> I, I was trying to be like nice. I don't know. No, we have to. He- I mean, because trust me, we've all been there. We've all liked a Bob, honey. We've yeah. all been thirsty for a Bob. Yes, but we know better now. We know yep. better now, and we want you to know better now mm-hmm. because you have a lot of living to do, baby girl. 
What's our next question, Andy? I also want to make t-shirts. What would you say about Bob? Get rid of Bob. What was it? The exact phrase? What about Bob? Bob? I'm done with Bob. Let's make those (laughs) t-shirts. My goodness. Now, Andy, if you said the first one was a softball, is this one going to be like, uh-oh? Uh, well, I thought it was very obvious that that our listener, that Bob, uh, was a, a, a putz. No, yeah, it's true. So that's this why. next one is... But it was, I mean, the, the discussion around Bob no, of course. was no, very not... David Lynchian. Like, you didn't that... let me just say that I see that it's from Anonymous, so I'm like, ooh, does this mean this one's juicy? When it's Anonymous, uh, it tends to be a little juice. This came so. to oh, us yeah. fingers crossed. in our uh, inbox from an Anonymous source... I love it. Uh, at the end of August. Hello, Andy and Naomi. First, I just need to say what a huge <laughs> fan I am of you too. He takes so much time reading the compliments. <laughs> I love them, but I just know that our time is limited. Uh, I could use some advice about what to do when you are the more mature one in the relationship. Parentheses. And I'm sorry if this ends up being a novel. I'm trying to keep it short. <laughs> I have been seeing my boyfriend since November. And for the most part, he is absolutely wonderful. Think Steve from Sex and the City. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I do a famous impression. <laughs> Moving on. Miranda. He is totally emotionally available and is super patient with me and my horrible anxiety. He regularly makes an effort to show me how much he cares, i.e. planning date night every week to make sure we spend quality time together, offering to pay his best friend $50 to come pick me up when my car broke down an hour away because his car was also in the shop at the time. He's extremely smart, funny, a fantastic cook, a great dad, and I'm completely myself with him. Basically, Wait, a great all, dad. A yeah, great, great dad. dad. They're married and have kids, or they uh, have kids. I or think. Well, that's he has question. kids with someone else. Okay, I going, think sorry. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so, my guess is that. Yeah, I think he has a kid. Someone else. Basically, all of the unteachable and really hard to find traits he has in spades. I was hesitant to get involved. In much more than a friends with benefits thing with him at first, because at the time he was a total mess. He was drinking heavily, though in his defense, he lost both his parents within a year and a half. This is a lot we are getting from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And his mother passed unexpectedly while we were dating in December. Oh my. He was Jeez. regularly calling out of work and he was living in a messy studio with split custody of his eight year old daughter. There, uh huh. Since then, he's gotten the drinking under control. He's been going to work and even picking up extra jobs. He's a carpenter. And he's been putting in a ton of time and effort to fix up his place to Airbnb it. The problem is I feel like I'm the only adult a good chunk of the time. I Mm. often come home to a messy apartment and I have tried everything I can think of to get him to help me maintain it. But it's only gotten about 5% better. So it ends up being a big fight every couple of months. Mm. The most concerning thing, though, is the fact that he's horrible with money and it makes me nervous about the future. Right now, we Uh. spend most of our time at my place and he contributes some, but not much. He gave me $500 randomly once. Sorry. Sure, just a random. He's like, (laughs) you know it's for something. He's like, I know I owe you for something. (laughs) So just take it. Just the idea of someone counting out in 20s. He buys groceries half the time and he typically pays if we go out. But it still feel it still feels unfair. Yes. I brought up splitting our living expenses a couple of weeks ago. My rent is six hundred dollars more a month than his, and he said he thinks of his apartment as of the apartment. Sorry, he said he thinks of the apartment as quote my place. I pointed out that most of his and his daughter's stuff is there now, well. and that we spend about five nights a week there. The next day, he said oh. it was fair to split it, but I have yet to receive anything. We have been looking at two-bedroom apartments, but I get nervous sometimes that we will move in, and on the first of the month, 
he will tell me he doesn't have his half. I would put it off longer, but his dog has also been at my place, and I'm afraid my persnickety landlords will find out and kick us out, and I won't be able to get another place. Plus, I feel like his daughter deserves her own room, and I'm Mm -hmm. bothered by the fact that she's not even my child, yet I seem to want better for her than he does. Mm. What should Mm. I do? On one hand, they say you can't date someone's potential. True. So I can't assume Mm. it's going to get any better. On the other hand, he's made such progress over the last 10 months. Can I keep faith that it will keep getting better? We are both in our mid-30s for reference. Sorry, this ended up being a novel after all. I mean, we do have a rich full backstory yes. of his inner life, the yeah. journey he's gone through. Um, not so much on her. Not so much on her, because my question would be kind of like, okay, so you have said to him we should split it, but um, I don't know. John, it looks like you wait. John I have has something to say. to say. Yes, please get in there. Please, Amy. Sedaris. I realize that <laughs> I got something to say. Um. <laughs> I realized that um, mature, like when I, when I first heard, I'm worried that uh, I'm more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an immediate gut reaction, and I'm going to share that gut reaction because I think it's valuable. But then I started realizing that she, you know, sort of meant mature as a euphemism for like, uh, just like kind of professional, like not Put bringing together. in the money, responsible, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. But when I heard, I'm worried that I'm more mature, because I still think this stands, it sounds like you don't respect them. Interesting. And I think that is, because I'm not saying this would cure all, but it sounds like it's like, it's, um, that was a major red flag to me, which Mm -hmm. is like, and that's okay, by the way, like, but I just would say, Right, you need to look. Well, this is the tricky part. I mean, because well, I was gonna say this though. Like, for instance, when you you know Gordon was saying, okay, I'm not happy in school, and you were like, you can come live with me. You had already kind of thought that through before you asked him, correct? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, it maybe was. Yes, it it went differently, but I, I guess the point is like, I think you can date someone's potential, but the thing is, it's like you know he has a child. You know, if he's in your house five nights a week with the baby and a dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you have kind of made y'all like bonded you guys in a way that's a lot more intense for 10 months. Because I would say in another time, you don't necessarily have to break up with him. You just keep your stuff separate until he can get his money together. You know what I mean? Say that again. Say that again. Like you don't have to break up with him. But it, I would say keep your stuff separate until yes. he can get his money together. Yeah, so, because... But now it's like he, sh- the daughter's stuff is there already. The dog is coming around and they got to hide it from the landlord. He's he, he's in too much for 10 months. Yeah. If you I, I have those financial worries is my point. Yeah. You could be radical and just be totally honest and be like, I think we should actually continue to live separately until you can um, pull your weight more financially and then we'll move in together. Yeah. I think that is very... Um, I think that's the thing, and I think, you know, I understand you're like, okay, I'm trying to rush it because the dog is coming and you're not allowed to have one, I'm assuming, and the landlord might kick you out. Well, then a dog can't come by, or you got to go to his house a little more often, or maybe you don't yeah. see each other five nights a week. In that, and I'm not Isn't trying that to say, sexy? Yeah, to put a little space in it. Yeah. To like, make it a little more exciting. I think so, and this is not saying you don't want to be in the relationship, and I know it can be really hard when you kind of go hard, but you got to, maybe you need to just separate some of your stuff a little bit so that 
again, he's going through a lot too. You know, parents dying, you know, sobriety, joint custody. He's got a lot on his plate anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, he might need to deal with that. Honey, separately. he needs to stop planning date nights and start planning school nights. Okay. Sit with your daughter, <laughs> help her read a book. I'm not Absolutely. saying he's not. I'm not saying I'm just saying like there's a lot going on. And it is great that he has been able to show up for you romantically, but you might you might have to be the one to pull away for a little he bit. He might want to be merging right now to avoid his stuff. Like as to like soothe him from yeah, like that's dealing with the true. harder stuff that he's going through right now. And De so yeah. you can't enable that. Right. And also like you do also say again, you use the word mature. So then the question is, you know, you said the house is messy. So then I assume what you're the one doing cleaning. Uh, are you like taking care of the food mm. too? You know, you're also really helping him, not just soothe, but again, manage some of that basic stuff, right? Yeah. Like give that eight year old a duster, honey. Get her to work. <laughs> I mean, a dusting, not a duster, not like not a, a yeah, yeah, not, not a, a lone jacket. wolf jacket. I mean, what do you call that thing? Feather duster. Yeah, she got to get to work, but it's like I was doing some light dusting before we started recording. So he's just looking, the duster is just I love in full view. Honestly. But, so that's like, I'm like, I think it's like, you might have to, I mean, because you're like, okay, I worry he wants more for his daughter than, like, I want more for the daughter than he does. And it's like, mm. I don't, you know, that's also a little dicey. That's, a, that's to me was, for me, John, that's the, I don't respect him moment for me. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily mature. It's like, oh, you think he might. Cause you were like, he's a good dad, but then you're like, well, why does why do I seem to want more for her? It's like, well right. now, girl, well now, yeah. girl, you assuming on something? Cause I think yeah. it's cause I think being a single parent, working parent, I'm sure he wants things for her, but cannot provide them right now. Yeah, like if he knows he doesn't have the funds, you know, he's not gonna sit here and talk about how shitty it is. He's gonna be like, all right, we'll make the best of it. You sleep on the couch. It doesn't mean he doesn't want those things, but. <sighs> You want him to be a little more than he can be right now. Mm -hmm. Is what it sounds like. You want him to be a little more than he could be. And the question is, are you willing to uh, weather it? Weather it. You know, when you talk to him about these things, does he, have you had a conversation too about the money where you're like, hey, not just can we split, but like, I'm worried about you maybe not paying your rent if we move in together. Right. I'm, I have a, I have a feeling that maybe these things haven't actually been discussed. And that this is like maybe some kind of resentment that has built up from, because you resent those things less for sure if you've actually like stated your needs and, and given him an opportunity to meet those needs. Well, she's saying the cleaning, it's only gotten 5% better. She did talk to him about it because oh, she did fight talk to every him. couple months. Right. <laughs> okay. like, clean up this shit, it is piling okay. up. Yeah. So at least that part. But I think, you know, talking about finances is hard. And Andy and I have talked yeah. about this a lot. Like, learning your like threshold for that kind of stuff. And I think that's the kind of thing you have got to be upfront about before you Absolutely. merge your finances or you have to just know you can take care of yourself. If anything goes south, I mean, you and I, Andy and I do not have a joint bank account. Like mm -hmm. we still don't after a decade where it's like, yeah. we tried it. And then it just like, kind of like we, we, we end up just paying for different things. Right. We have different right. financial responsibilities. Right. And, and the, we ended up just keep getting like there was no money in it. The bank kept charging us, <laughs> yeah. so we're just like oh, because just, it, it became like every put the money in and then we'll use that to then pay the different things. And then it was, it was like, like now reconcile. I was like, honey, all right, I got the, this, yeah. you got this. I can't. Just pay the different things. <laughs> I pay these bills, you pay these. Yeah. bills. But yeah. also we had to have that convert. We also had to have a conversation about like I think for me like I don't want to merge because I think maybe growing up with a single mom and my feelings around like 
you got to be able to take care of yourself. You got to be able to take mm-hmm. care of yourself. You just have mm-hmm. to be, and you can't be in one of them situations where you go to the bank and the account's been drained out, and he done moved to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Mm, that's where JD from Scrubs wants to get go. out of here. So. Uh, yeah, I think... I also wonder if there's some, like, maybe, um... I'm being really hard on you, this woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I, I see a lot of myself in you, okay? <laughs> um, no, but, but I do wonder if maybe there's, um... Uh, like, is this a... I would, I would do some soul-searching. Has this happened to you a lot in your life? And not just in romantic relationships, with friends, family members. Is there kind of a... Do you identify as someone, do you look back on your life and think of yourself as kind of like, like, um, what's the word? The fixer, like, um, the one keeping yeah, it all together. Yeah, yeah, I'm always the one doing it, you know, mm-hmm. like it's up to me once again and like, you know, <laughs> no one's pulling their weight and like, and so it's not that that's not true of your, that you might actually be living that, but like, it's also possible that you are maybe finding yourself, like you were like, Un, like kind of unconsciously ending up in dynamics like that that because mm-hmm. it gives you a sense of like purpose or like it gives you some like sense of power oh yeah or it's just like maybe you know again we don't know much about the l- listener but like maybe the listener has their own stuff that they're dealing with and that they by concentrating on this dude they don't have to focus on their own shit do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 like you like to exactly. be around messy people exactly <laughs> yeah that is huge, I think. That's a huge thing that I do. Do you do that? <laughs> yeah, you for do, sure. Interesting. I don't, you don't hang, you don't, I think of your crew of friends as being very put together people. Like, I feel like put together hangs out with put together. I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I think I, it's not necessarily messy. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, it, there's a real clear kind of need to fill in, which you can find in anyone. Mm-hmm is the truth it's not it's like i I, and that that's something that i relate to which is like just kind of like okay what's the need and let me fill it Mm -hmm. and like and then like that's and then you end up only defining yourself in this as in this way of like i am there to like fulfill your needs and then that can lead to a lot of resentment and that's what i'm wondering because this resentment sounds familiar to me of like yes it's like have you (sighs) yeah i don't know yeah yeah, but this yeah. is all this is all guesswork. This is all just me talking. You know, it's like no, of course, we're I, guessing, I want all but... the listeners to know. I'm just going. I'm just trying to be hard. I'm trying well, to go hard. Look, look, she called into a podcast. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She wrote into a podcast, so it's all gonna be guesswork. She knows. Yes. Okay, thank <laughs> so, but so I'm like, that's we're not... just a sounding board. We're a sounding board, yeah. and we and we do like we are deeply invested. Like, I obviously want to know everything, but about what happens with her, um, and this guy I, but i do think it's like it's hard when you go really hard and get all close and start living together and moving in and hanging out every night it's hard to step backwards from that but mm-hmm. it might just be as simple as like taking two nights off a week yeah you know where you you know Where's where the, uh, mother in all this the 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 girl's mother yeah probably we had another half of the week remember it's joint custody so no, there's some nights no i know nights. but i'm saying yeah. like is she part of around this? is she around is 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 her presence in any oh, way affecting yeah, yeah, anything? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, look, honey, alimony's a bitch too. It's hard to get your money right if you really have to pay that alimony. Alimony's mm. a bitch. Well, I know. Well, my mom works in the courts. This alimony will drain you dry. So it's like, honey, he may imagine. not get his money right for a while. So you, right. till she's 21. So 
again, what do you want to what do you want to deal with? And how how bad is it? You know, how much of it can you accept right now? Can you, the you right? Know, and also, for instance, of... if he, for instance, if he ain't gonna clean, but then the money funky, let him pay for a cleaning lady. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like if he got he can randomly give you five hundred dollars, he could just randomly give a cleaning lady a hundred every couple weeks, right? I don't know what the going rate is for a cleaning person. I don't know about that. I don't have that <laughs> in my life. But yes, you do. It's me. <laughs> yeah, and, it is, <laughs> and it is it is zero dollars. So I'm like, he got to you got to handle one of those. You got to handle some of that, honey. And also, don't let him get you kicked out of your damn apartment and yeah. then force you to live with him when you ain't ready yet. Yep. This is why I got to say, Naomi, watching you be so decisive. I love it. I just love Thank it. I love so much. John came in with a like out of left field kind of psychological thing I hadn't thought of. This is I'm loving this. You're loving this. Oh, thank God. I, this is my favorite <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> I love I love when you said that because I'm like, me too. Like, all I want is to, I'm like, tell me what is going on. I yeah, will let's have talk. a hot take. Yes. With very little information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, so. No, I like hearing you guys because then, but all that's going around in my head is just dumb puns and things. Oh, that's good. Like, I'm like, weird alimony, weird alimony, weird oh, alimony. Weird alimony. No. Like, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what you need to do. You got to figure out how far you're willing to put up with it and keep your money separate so he get his money together. John. John. What? John. John. <laughs> John. <laughs> what a delighted spin spending this hour with you. Well, can I just say one other thing? Of course. Yes, please. It's also like, honey, it's, it's the, we're in the, you know, queer horizon. <laughs> um, <laughs> And like everyone's doing crazy shit and everyone's doing, everyone's poly and, you know, and people are in open relationships and stuff. And it's like, just because you're straight, I'm talking to the caller, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh-huh. I mean, but, great know, feel free to us take to be this. poly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, great talking to you. Wait, before I go. Before yeah. I go. Andy, <laughs> Naomi, have you thought about being polyamorous? <laughs> I think there's a lot of like shame in like, like kind of straight relationships about kind of figuring out unconventional, like, arrangements of like yes we moved in but now i want to go to like two days a week versus you know we'll do sometime oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your in. let's like let's let's step back a little bit it's like that's not a sign of failure or weakness in a relationship like it's actually a sign of strength to be like you know bold enough to be like i kind of want to do it a little differently like let's or let's like step back you know that's yeah it's important to remember because yeah. i feel like i feel like with gay people because everyone's like in open relationships and stuff it's a lot more socially acceptable to like think of other kind of arrangements, arrangements. Yeah, and yeah, i don't just mean that sexually obviously yeah. i mean it like yeah, yeah. just even in like the time spent with one another and the way you even think about your kind of commitment to each other and like it's like so remember that like we're just around the corner from like everyone acting that way <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can drop any shame of like this isn't this is it's bad it, it means we failed if we're not like moving in together and like starting a Right. Yeah, you know. it's true. It's true. Let it take the time it takes talking. You're hearing from two people who have been engaged for seven years and one person <laughs> who's been living with his lover since the second day. We're not playing exactly. by the rules. We're not no. playing by the rules here. Exactly. So. Right. But it's tough not to judge yourself based on like that cultural ideal. I exactly. Know. But you it's gotta, really like, go hard. Honey. You'll feel better in the long run. Well, I'll be honestly. doing also like post pandemic. It's like. Watch us in like ten years. I'll be doing like communal ass living, like, <laughs> and then it's like you'll 
the mom will be there, you know, yeah. <laughs> your friends will be there, you know, whatever. It'll like, be great. All I want is a tiny house. What I want is Andy and I to have a house, but then on that property, I have my own tiny, tiny house, house. And that's yeah. where I go when I just like need a moment. You I might just, just sleep in the tiny house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fully, like I have everything I need. They're fully fucking operational. You want a I menstrual tent. A menstrual tent. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A menstrual tent. Well, John, this has been wonderful. You're the Thank best you in the so game. much. So great oh, to talk to you. Thank you right for back, finding you. the time, honey, in Nashville. Um, and you guys, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.